Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. And among the things agreed was a huge hike in commercial business rates. President of Cork Business Association is Kevin Hurley from Hurley Centre. Kevin, I'll talk to you in a minute about the property situation. You have your own way around that for your staff. But as a business owner in the city centre, how did you feel about that increase in rates last night? Morning. Hi, PJ. Good morning. Um, personally, very, very disappointed and despondent over the whole thing. Um, 3.8%, I feel, is just very, very high. Um, it, it's really, it's, it's just, as Paddy Janine said last night in, in the council meeting, it's just another nail in the coffin. Like, we're being hit with energy increases, um, with inflationary increases, with staff wages increases. It's just being hit left, right and centre. Every single day I open up my email and there's something new, there's some increase, and this is just yet another one. So from a personal business point of view and perspective, I'm very, very disappointed. However, from a CBA perspective, I would say that it's now essential that central government give more funding to Cork City Mm. for the likes of marketing and for developing the city further. The rates, like you said, come on, I was talking to another business person in the city centre last weekend who was dreading this and said, look, insurance, wages, energy, lighting, heating and rates are the biggest problem. And the rates are based not on turnover, but on the size of your premises. Exactly. And it's also based on the location of your, your premises. So my premises in Patrick Street would be paying almost double the rent, the rates of um, my premises on, on Oliver Plunkett Street. And look, we've always accepted that. You know, that's just part and parcel of doing business. But, you know, 3.8 was very, very steep. And I'm surprised it, it got through so easily. I was I was surprised, I have to yeah. say. Yeah, the, the argument from city manager or the chief exec is that you haven't had a substantial rates rise in over over a decade. That's the argument. True, but we haven't had a 400% um, energy price increase either. So That's exactly you know, what I was um, thinking myself, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's just we're just being hit. Like we're, being, we're being shelled from every corner, unfortunately. Um, but look, I, I always want to accentuate the positive, and I hope that we'll, we'll ride the storm here and that things might yeah. settle down a bit in 2023. That's what I'd be hoping. The other crisis, and you yourself have gone about it in a unique way, you have bought a house to try to house your staff in. Yeah, so um, when we came out of lockdown last year, 
and even before COVID, um, we were finding it very, very hard to get staff, very hard to get people. Um, and so then last summer, we made a decision to uh, rent a house in, in uh, Glasheen. And um, we rented the house and we got people in there and they came to work for us. And we brought them in from a, a recruitment agency in Croatia. So they're all different nationalities. They're Romanian, Croatian, uh, Moldovan, Greek, Spanish, all sorts. And then really it just snowballed well, 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 from there. Was there such a chronic shortage of, of, of Irish people looking for work, Kevin, was there? Absolutely, yeah. Huge shortage of them. Huge. We, we were advertising left, right and centre on the window, online, um, through our retail partners, Musgraves, all of that kind of stuff. And just every centre of super value and hospitality business in the country is feeling the same pinch in relation to getting staff. So this is just a, a model that we went down. Mm. Um, so we rented a few houses and then we ended up buying one afterwards. Yes. So how many staff do you have across your businesses? Uh, we have 300 PJ across the company. Wow! Um, including including ten about ten people working in our head office out of our storage from I, where they wow. do all the accounts and all that. Yeah, so that's a bigger uh, company than I thought, Kevin. Yeah, so it's about 140 of them are full time. So of that 140, the the 30 people that we've now housed are all on full time contracts. So it has certainly alleviated the situation and it's been great for the business. And they're absolutely fantastic people because they're over here to experience the culture of Ireland and as one guy said to me the other day experience the reign of Ireland <laughs> um, and uh, you know they're here to earn money as well to, to send home or to bring home afterwards whatever it is and you know we're, we're, we're delighted to have them yeah. after and you have great great staff in all your shops anytime I pop in they're lovely they're smiling they're positive they're good, they're, they're good people you've got good staff but again put on your CBA hat for a second if you've had to go and actually buy a house one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. To, to help to get your staff housed, that indicates a massive, massive crisis across the board. Oh, it's it's huge. As I said to um, somebody else recently, I'm working in this business 22 years 
Um, you know, the, our, our business is 42 years old this year, started back in, in 1980 by my dad and myself and my brother Brian, who run the business. Now, we have never, ever seen anything like this. And if you had said to me five years ago that, you know what, you're going to have to end up housing your staff, I would have, uh, like, you know, it's always kind of been a been a, a thing in, in the hotel business where they would have had staff houses and whatever and I lived in France for a year and I was in a staff house myself so I would have experienced that mm. but it, it's just something that I would never have envisaged and you know it's it's part and parcel of the business now and we just got to get on with it Yeah, there's so much upstairs space and as you know with two businesses in particular there in the city centre there's so much upstairs space that's just empty rooms we have to be able to do something about that. Yeah, this is a big conundrum. Um, and to be fair to Cork City Council, they've tried numerous initiatives to try and get people to start living over the shop. I think that's what it's called, the living over the shop initiative. Yes, it did but it in the 90s. It, never, it, never, it took off in the North Main Street in a small way, but never anywhere else. Really. No, never. If you walk down Patrick Street at 9 or 10 o'clock at night and just look upstairs over all the shops, there isn't a sinner living up there. I think there was a study done. I think there was like two or three people living on Patrick Street at one stage, you know. So, like, um, I think actually Dan Boyle's late mother, she passed away recently, Sheila. Dan's late mother, Sheila, was the last person to live on Patrick Street. Really, I didn't know that. No, yeah. PJ, that's uh, that's interesting. But I, with the with the whole shortage of accommodation, and I spoke at an event last Friday about this. That you know, there's loads of jobs going to be created in the next few years in Cork. The Queensland Castle has got planning now, and there's going to be between, I think it's something between eight and nine hundred people that are going to go work inside there, um, which is fantastic. But we're kind of saying. Where are these people going to live? Yes. You know, they don't want to. They don't want to be commuting through the traffic out to Carrigaline and Ballincollig every day if they're working in the city centre. They want to. They want to be living within fifteen minutes of their work, and this is why at the, at the event last Friday we were really trying to accentuate that home to the developers of Cork City uh, who were uh, in attendance at the function mm-hmm. that they re- we really need to start building close to the city centre sooner rather than later. Is, is there an easier way? by taking over those upstairs rooms and literally just converting them because some of them, okay, they might need a bit of rewiring and a bit of work, but you could surely create a couple, a dozen, if not a a hundred apartment or bedrooms around the city there on the upper floors. There's office, office buildings empty on the South Mall. You could put loads of people upstairs. I think you could, you could, PJ, but I, I do believe that there's a lot of fire safety issues there as well, which is, which is obviously a very uh, important aspect of the whole thing. but, they, but they, I mean, they solve these problems elsewhere, Kevin, you know, they solve them in other countries. They do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, 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 th- I think what you're saying is 100% correct. And I'd love to see more people living right and smack inside in the city centre. I really would. I think it would add a massive vibrancy um, to mm. the city. Like if you're ever if you're ever in Paris or if you're ever in Nice and you're walking down those main streets and any of those boulevards, you know, the whole of upstairs, they're all full. Kevin, Kevin one of my favourite cities, one of my favourite cities is Palma. In, in Mallorca. I, I just love Palma. And the, those little small streets where the things are up to six and seven stories. You have a shop on the ground floor and you could have two or three tiny apartments with people living in them up in the third, fourth and fifth floor. They use every yeah. square foot they have. And we could and we should be doing it. We should be finding some way to do it. 
You'd agree. I agree. I agree hundred percent, PJ. And I would. I'd be just similar to my favourite city in in um, Europe is Nice, and I lived there for a year. And it, it, upstairs, over every shop and every business, there's, as you said, the small. Uh, you know, the, the I wouldn't call them bedsits. They call them studios over there. And there's no reason why we can't do that. If 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 the will and and the the want is there, and I just finish off in this PJ, the want and the will that was there in 2019 when COVID hit regarding putting seating on the streets, we would have never seen anything like that. And it was just the council and the traders in the city all said, you know what, let's go ahead. That's and a stunning point. That's, that's a super yeah, that's point, Kevin. We and we, we've created something for Cork that came out of COVID, but will be brilliant for Cork for every year, every year hence. Absolutely, I agree. And now we've got another crisis after COVID. We've got a, a living crisis, a housing crisis, and there's no reason why these the bricks and the mortars and the windows are all there. And as you said, absolutely, you might need a bit of rewiring or a bit of replumbing. Um, and I'm sure there's there's actually might be even government funding available for that. So we should definitely be be moving forward on it. All right, Kevin. Thank you very much, Kevin Hurley, Cork Business Association president and the uh, owner of the Hurleys. Centre chain of shops, 300 people employed. Courts 96 FM.